Hey, what's going on? I feel so much better. Not that any of you care because no one reached out and asked how I was doing, but it's fine. It's completely fine. I expected that. We're making progress uh, with interaction with the crowd. But yes, I am feeling a ton better. Um, it wasn't coronavirus. It was just super congestion. I was in bed. Uh, I could taste, smell, don't ask, because I could, and I ate some good food, and I chilled, and I watched some Netflix, and I made some music, and you listened to some good new music, baby. And I was so excited to get back on this cast, because, you know, last week's episode was great with Sean, um, but, you know, I was just out of it, you know, in the conversation. You could tell I was just kind of out of it, and I don't like that. So, got a lot of good shit for this show. We're going to listen to a piece of an episode that I made on January 25th, 2020, the day before Kobe Bryant died. We're going to do a listen to that because it's incredible what I talk about and what the world is like now. And it's a fucking mind fuck, dude. It's crazy. But dude, so much to talk about. Thank you guys so much for listening. Episode 17, baby. Here we go. Listen, so listen, this morning I wake up 7.30. I mean, no, I wake up at 7, tea time, 7.40, golf, baby. I'm into that shit now, you know what I'm saying? Found a bag on Facebook, $50, moving and grooving, hitting balls, acting like Tiger. I'm going crazy. Just kidding, I'm not doing that good. But listen, I've been trying, and I've been trying to get better. And, you know, golf is so mentally straining that, you know, at the end of the day, if I can get balls into the hole, I'm happy. But, you know, there's a lot of missed shots and shit in between. Fellas and ladies, you know what I'm talking about. So, go golfing. Do shitty. Horrible. Lost like six balls. Horrible. Golfed with two dads. You know what I hate, guys? Listen, you know what I really hate? I pay to golf solo. But when I get to the fucking course, you know what they do? They pair me with another twosome or threesome. I'm the odd one in the threesome. So, I have to sit there. And converse with people that I don't know. We're all just playing a man's game. Playing golf. Okay? Listen. I don't want to talk to you at 7.40 in the morning when I'm trying to practice my golf swings. You know, typical dad conversation. Oh, up early, you know? Yeah, us old people, you know, you gotta, we got to stay on top of it because we get tired at like 4 o'clock, you know? And I'm just sitting there like, dude, listen, if you don't fucking hit this drive, I'm going to lose my shit. And it sucks because you have, listen, I'm a cart guy. I don't walk the course. I don't do that shit. You know what? If they offer the cart, why aren't you driving the cart? I put the fucking bag down. I had my coffee. I had a Bluetooth speaker. Everything was good in my cart. You know, I'm that guy who sets up the cart to be comfortable, you know, playing some light music in the morning, getting the the blood flowing but these guys they walk the course 
whatever. Hats off to you guys. But that made the entire day morning take, I don't know, another 45 minutes extra. Because, you know, they would shank a ball fucking left, and then they'd have to go find it. And this one guy, poor guy, I don't know if he thought it was going to be cooler this morning, but fucking West Coast, it's been 100 degrees every day for the past two weeks. It's been hot. Everyone knows this shit. No one's doing anything. The AC bills are up, baby. This guy decided to wear long sleeve and like capris. <laughs> like, I don't like pants, basically long sleeves and pants. And dude, by are we started at 740? It was 75 degrees. Perfect. By 830, it was already like 86, 87 degrees. Beaming hot outside. Poor dude. By the fourth fucking hole, this guy was a swamp. You could see every stain on this man's pants and shirt. And poor guy, he sucked at golf too. And it was just a bad morning for him. And there I am, you know, just sitting on my cart, (laughs) smoking a cigar, listening to some music, (laughs) like fucking just chilling. And poor guy's fucking hauling ass. And, you know, I'm just driving by like, "Ah." But that's how my morning started, right? I get home and the bunny, the house bunny, is outside in the heat for whatever reason and not looking good, guys, okay? We're not looking good. Let's be honest. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I'm on pins and needles right now waiting for a text on my phone to show up to say that Alfred has died. But who knows? Maybe, maybe this guy fights through. He's a fighter, all right? If anything, we've taught our bunny to be a fucking fighter. So give a fucking send good vibes to Alfred the bunny, Okay, he overheated. He's in the basement right now, cooling down. We got a fan on him. We got some water cooling his ears. He's breathing. He's responding. He's moving a little. So everyone fucking send vibes for Alfred. If you don't, you're fake. Get out. Okay, so getting my show prep ready for today. And I was like, you know, what can we talk about? What can we talk about? Well, I was sick and I don't want to talk about being sick too much, but it made me think about for whatever reason about a time that I recorded an episode, not even episode, like a snippet. I had just gotten all my podcast equipment. I had just gotten a new laptop. I was testing shit out, and the date was January 25th, 2020. In a lot of people's eyes, the last kind of normal fucking day that we've had this year. Because the next day on January 26th, Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and six others died in a helicopter crash unexpectedly the tone in my voice you know I was kind of testing out how I wanted to sound on a podcast so I'm a little more quieter and a little more heavier on the voice ladies so it's a little more raspy and it's not how I talk now but bear with me and just listen to the shit that I like to say about corona first of all listen to how dumb I sound because Like, this was me reading into it when it wasn't a thing in America yet. It was still a thing in China. It was a thing in China, but it wasn't in America yet. So the way that I talk about it is very lackadaisical, very plain, like, very calming, because I no one knew what this thing was. But you should hear the shit that I say, and we're going to listen to it. It's about 11 minutes. Uh, And, yeah, this is crazy. This is first Nico snippet of Colorful Convos, January 25th, 2020. Um, 
I genuinely don't like to look up things that are related to, you know, human disaster, like death, stuff like that. But I, I guess like now as I've gotten older, it's almost like I've gotten more interested in these types of things. Like in a weird way, I'm attracted to the idea of the world ending. And I think that's a concept that a lot of people are attracted to, which is disaster. People are just so attached to the bad things happening. Like, for example, like when you're driving down the road and you see an accident, your first thought, at least I'm speaking for myself, but my first thought is, holy shit, did someone die? That's my first thought immediately. Immediately. Like, I don't even, it could be a fender bender and I'm looking for an ambulance. I'm looking for the jaws of life being pulled out. Like, I'm looking for the worst possible accident to be in front of me. And I think that's what a lot of people do. But anyways, I was... This past couple week, this past couple week, geez, this past couple weeks, you've been hearing a lot of things about this new virus, this new swine flu, Zika virus thing that's been going around in the world. And I usually don't like to get into that kind of stuff because, you know, it's kind of scary. And second of all, it's it's almost just like you really don't think it's going to affect you, you know, especially living in Michigan where you are so surrounded by just safety. I feel like Michigan is so safe. There's nothing really that could happen in Michigan um, other than a tornado or two. But, yeah. So this virus has been going around. It started in China. started a city outside of Beijing. And I guess almost 50 people have died already in China from this. So, RIP. And this virus, you know, people have been doing more research about it. It's It's a pretty bad one i guess where it's like a pneumonia like virus where you like basically shit yourself to <laughs> shit yourself to death and the uh the way that it started is pretty haunting and what i'm about to say is going to sound absolutely fake but it this is how this virus started so the other day on twitter this video gets posted of this lady enjoying her dinner uh in china and it's not like a normal dinner at all because what she's doing on the camera is that she's eating out of a bat let me say that again she is eating out of a fucking bat yeah bats are terrifying they're the, the bats are just so interesting because like you only really ever see them in the summer and it's like oh you don't really pay attention much to them, but these things are terrifying. If you've ever never seen like a bat up close, look up this video. It's pretty terrifying because what they do is they take the bat and they fry it. So whatever expression is on this bat's face before it gets fried, that's what it comes out as. So this bat is basically like showing its terrifying canine teeth. And this thing just looks mean, like just looks mean, like period, just looks terrifying. And the uh, the lady is shown in the video. By the way, I'm sure you can just look it up on Twitter if you really want to see this video. This lady in the video is eating what appears to be almost like a bat soup. Okay, so they fry this bat and then the inside of it, they pour like this like, I don't know, broth into the stomach area of the bat and that's the meal 
So you're basically having like a miso soup out of a bat's stomach. And I don't know about you. I would never fucking do this because bats are considered like flying AIDS rats. That's what I used to call them when I was younger. All the people around me used to call them that. Like they carry just a fuck ton of diseases on them. So I did some research on it. Do you know that bats carry like 60 viruses or more on them? Like they could have the potential up to 60 viruses. Some of them that we've never, ever heard before. And this new one that's coming out, that's killing all these people and like scaring people all over the world, is called the coronavirus. Now if I'm corona, the beer, I'm pissed. Because why that name? Like it could have been any other name. Like all these other ones that have come out like H1N1 swine flu zika like they all had their own just like name that kind of scared the shit out of you when you hear corona immediately i just think of like oh are we on a beach like what's wrong with this like corona like corona's the best beer you put a lime in it's like your whole day's changed like no 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 now corona is gonna kill you because of this virus so i bet if i'm corona i'm fucking pissed about this whole thing and so yeah, so like 50 people have died. And I guess like, you just like this like pneumonia, there's no vaccine for it. These people, like, I guess the city where this all started, where this like bat soup video came out of, I guess it's like under quarantine. I was reading that like this Chinese government was building this brand new hospital in like less than two weeks to take in all these patients that are getting sick from this thing. So like real life quarantine movie shit, like this shit's kind of scary. But again, I feel like being in Michigan, it's really hard. It's really hard to relate to these types of things because like Michigan is just so safe. There's just never that kind of stuff. Like picture this, even if tomorrow the Yellowstone volcano erupted, the worst thing that would happen to Michigan is that the sky would just be filled with like ash and dust. Like the initial impact of the volcano, we'd probably feel it like later, but like we wouldn't really get affected by it. Um, hurricanes, all that kind of crazy shit that we just can't really wrap our heads around. That shit just never happens here, period. It just never happens here. So I don't know what's going to come from this virus. I guess Hong Kong today declared it a national emergency. And then like the people in the United States are like, hey, we're chilling. We don't need to we don't need to do that. It's not that serious. But if I have any advice, and if you listen to this and you're like, hey, I could give a shit, just wash your fucking hands. Like, wash your hands. Don't touch anyone that went to China and ate a bat. If your friend's like, hey, I just got back from China studying abroad, and I went to this really cool restaurant, and they fed us bat, immediately cut off all connections and don't talk to that friend until he goes to the doctor. Because you're going to die. You're going to die because some <laughs> some city in China is trying to, I don't know, go exotic. I'm all for exotic food. Like I, I'll be the first one to try something random. This past year in Atlanta, I had grasshopper tacos. So I, I'm all for trying new things, but I feel like there's like a level of like just understanding that like I wouldn't eat a rat, let alone a bat. Like... I just don't see the the delicacy in that. I just feel like they're just terrifying creatures that are meant to just carry around these awful diseases. Like you look at like the plague 
that killed like the entire world back in like the 1300s. That all started because like flies and rats were just taking them around and spreading the disease. So the last thing I want to do is contribute to this mass human annihilation, annihilation, geez, of by eating bats. So we'll see where this goes. We'll see where any of this goes. It's really interesting. I think one, I think you should see the video because it's, it's actually kind of insane that they're just doing this. And two, it's just like every year for like the past seven centuries, every 19, like every twenties in the past seven centuries, there's been like this terrible disease that's gone around and killed millions of people. So we're on pace for that. Uh, wash your hands. Uh, I don't think any, I hope none of my friends get sick. I hope none of my family members get sick. But if you know anybody that's going to China or if you know anybody who lives in China, reach out to them, make sure they're okay and just tell them to take all the precautionary measures because, hey, you just never know. But there is one thing you can do to prevent all this and to make sure this disease stops spreading, which, and that is stop eating fucking bats. Thanks, guys. Dude, isn't that like crazy i know i sound so stupid guys and to be honest like i sound so ill-cultured and so fucking dumb but hey at the time that's what you know what the story was and that's what everybody was talking about it was trending on twitter and all this shit and yeah so whatever but wasn't that crazy it's so crazy to think that that was in january and like no one knew what the next day was gonna bring with the tragedy of the cobes and then how fucking crazy this thing was going to get. Like, it's still baffling to me. Like, I was thinking of things that you say now every day that a year ago, if you said it, people would look at you so fucking weird. Like, imagine last year you look at someone in the eyes and say, don't forget to bring your mask. <laughs> like, hey, don't forget to bring your mask or we can't go into the store. Everyone at the time back then would be like, what? What the fuck? Only robbers wear masks. Are we robbing are we robbing the store? Like if you wore a mask in a store, usually everyone kind of was like what's about to happen? But now it's so common and normal we forget that a year ago what would that have meant? You know? Everyone's like, "Oh, bring your mask, bring your mask." Or like, "Oh, that was a lovely Zoom graduation ceremony that we had." <laughs> like what the fuck was a Zoom in January? You didn't know what a Zoom was. No one did. Like, if I told myself a year ago, I was like, hey, Zoom, buy in on it. You're going to be stuck in your house for eight months. I'd be like, <laughs> piss off, dude. But isn't that wild? Like, it's so fucking weird. Like, we talk about, like, oh, I went to a restaurant. Like, people would look at you like, oh, you actually went to a restaurant? That's weird. That's really weird. Oh, my God. Like, oh, you sat down at a restaurant. I remember when I moved here to Utah, and I, and I think I talked about it, but... I went to eat at a restaurant like in May and I remember my mom being like, what, what are you doing? Like you can do that. Like it's so weird that a year ago these things didn't matter. And now it's the new norm. Like that's how crazy life is and how fast it fucking changes. But I think it's just so crazy listening to that snippet. And then the next day the world just kind of changed and it's fucking nuts guys. So, so fucking nuts. But <laughs> so when I was younger, I, when I got sick, my mom would take care of me. And as a Latina parent, uh, Latina parents have sus 
they're superstitious and they have a lot of home remedies, um, you know, that fix you. And one thing that they used a lot, and it's not like it's only Latinos who use this, but my parents used a lot of Vicks <laughs> on me when I was younger. Like dunk my head in Vicks. Anytime I had a cough, Vicks. Sneeze, Vicks. Throw up, Vicks. Toe stub, Vicks. Like my mom would throw Vicks on it. Everything. That was her thing. However, growing up with the, with the language barrier, my mother called Vicks V va porub. V va porub. So in Spanish, Vicks vapor rub translates to V va poru. I'm not saying Viva Peru. This isn't a Peru podcast, even though that's a great alliteration. But my mother said it like that. So my whole life, my whole life, <laughs> growing up, it was Viva Peru. Didn't think twice about it. My mom was fixing me, bringing me chicken noodle soup, Sprite, Powerade, and Viva Peru. I wasn't thinking about anything. So I get older. And I get sick, and I'm in college, and I'm by myself, and I don't know what this is, but listen. So I'm 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 younger, and I'm going to the store. I'm sick, and I'm like, hey, I need um, Viva Peru. And the Walgreens lady was like, what, <laughs> sir? You wanna you want a Peru magazine? We don't have those here. No, no, no. I need Viva Peru. Uh, sir, I'm sorry, we don't have that. And I was like, no, 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 it's that thing, you know, that 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 mentholy thing, you know, that you put on your on your chest and on your throat. It's super cooling. It's like icy hot. Almost. She's like, oh, you mean Vicks, Vicks vapor rub? And I was like, oh. <laughs> I forgot that my mom can't speak English when I was younger. So growing up, it was Viva Peru. And I went into a Walgreens and I was like, hey, I need Viva Peru. And she was like, we don't have that. And come to find out, it's just Vicks Vapor Rub. Dude, I, when I found out that that's how it was pronounced, mind blown. Mind blown, guys. So, Like, listen, did you hear the big news, guys? I know you guys heard the big news. I know you guys are all upset. I know you guys are all talking about it. TikTok. Nico, you said that you hated TikTok and that you and you were fine. And yeah, you're right. You're right. I did say that. But I don't think TikTok should be banned because it brings a lot of people happy. And especially at the time like now when people are inside and shit. And I know a lot of people are just scrolling and getting carpal tunnel. But <laughs> I don't think it should be banned now. What I do tell you guys is that if you are into buying stocks and you are into investing money, uh, Microsoft, Bill Gates, is interested in buying TikTok from China for the United States so they can use it and keep it here and they can control it. They can control all the rights. So... If you want to invest in some money right now, I would say fucking put some money into Microsoft because it's about to be crazy if they do. Because then 
boom, skyrocket, and you make cha-ching, and I can say I helped you make money, and that's always what I want to do. But big news, big news. Me and Sean, who have been doing podcasts on each other's and shit and all that, we made our own. It's called the 2G Podcast. Um, it's on Apple and Spotify. It's going to be very heavily uh, conversational and debate. Uh, we're going to talk about music. We're going to talk about sports, a lot of sports, uh, and then just stories uh, going around the media. Kind of what I do now, but I'm, this is more personal, and that's going to be more of a media news you know, coverage sports, all that shit. This is more of a personal thing, and you guys enjoy just listening to me, and I appreciate all that shit. But if you liked how me and Sean are, check out our podcast, 2G Podcast. We released it, uh, our first episode yesterday, Sunday, and we're going to be doing one every week. So check us out. Give us a like. Give us a shout-out. Uh, share. And, yeah, dude, that'd be super, super tight. Super tight. But listen, new music. I couldn't talk about music last week. Because I wasn't feeling good and all that shit. And it sucks because I was I hyped up that New Music Friday so much in the episode prior. So I never got to talk about the Logic album. Uh, I never got to talk about um, James Blake's new music. I never got to talk about a lot of new shit and new shows. So, Logic's album. I was really fucking pleased. I was really happy. I know it's been a couple weeks now, so if you haven't listened to it yet, dude, check it out. It's it's cool to listen to him rap about real-life things and how he doesn't care about the rap game anymore while he's rapping, and it's a really intricate piece of work, and if you listen to Under Pressure, the, the fucking prequel to this album, you, there's a lot of tie-ins and a lot of secret messages and stuff, so it's really interesting. And Soul Food 2 is my favorite song by far. I like Dad Bot a lot. I like Heard Him Say a lot. And the craziest song on it was the fucking outro, Obediently Yours, because I was like, dude, like, you know, the last song of an album is super important to me. For me to really like an album, like for it to be gold for me, the last song has to be good because that's how you're being remembered off of it. To me, at least, as a music listener. I like the intro. And I like the outro. Those are the two songs on an album to me that have to be good. They have to be good because you're starting it and you're setting the tone and then you're closing it. And it's the same thing when I do DJ sets and when I go see shows. I'm expecting to be blown away in the first minute of your set and I'm expecting to be reminiscing of the set and looking forward to the next one. So I love the intro and the outro is super good and it's super thought worthy uh but it's a lot like six minutes of alan watts talking over a really good beat and i wish he would have spit over the beat rather than having alan watts talk about it however what alan watts talks about is everything that's going on in the world right now with black lives matter and the people fighting over the election all the time and all this shit so listen to it once and i think you'll be good but it's super good, and Logic definitely loves to put messages in. That's why he released an album called Everybody, um, the one with the suicide song and all that. He That's his message, peace, love, and positivity. So super good. I absolutely fucking loved it. It was so good. And I woke up today, guys, just listening to a lot of 21 Pilots. Like, I love them. Like, I know I've talked about them before, but just so good. Like, so fucking good. And listening to the whole Vessel album, which I think is their best album um, if you've never listened to that album, go fucking listen to it. But J. Cole, bro, 
oh my goodness, Lewis Street, uh, The Climb Back and Lion King on Ice, bro, that first song, The Climb Back, dude, that beat, oh my goodness. I felt like when that first bass hit, I was sitting in a recliner and the recliner was just getting lower and lower into the earth because like, like it was just so good. His bars are good and he's back, motherfucker. Jake Cole is back, clap back. Talked about fucking he dissed Lil Pump again. He dissed Lil Pump in 1985 on KOD. Talking about how you better keep your bread and that these kids are going to grow up and move on from you when Lil Pump was at his hype with Pump, whatever the fuck his song. I do, I forgot about Lil Pump, irrelevant. But J. Cole snaps at him again on the climb back, basically saying, I told you, motherfucker, I told you. Listen, if you're listening to Lil Pump still, you should be listening to Takashi 69. And if you're still listening to Takashi 69, then you have a problem because we here at Colorful Convos, everyone that listens, hate him. Absolutely hate him. Jaden Cabin Fever, uh Jaden Smith, dude, listen, if you haven't listened to Jaden Smith yet, jump on the fucking bandwagon before it's too late because this kid's a fucking genius. He's a philanthropist. He's helping Flint, Michigan with water. He's feeding the homeless in LA. He's uh, about to release a new album at the end of the summer. If you haven't listened to Sire, his first album, if you haven't listened to Iris, which is just Sire backwards, his second album, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but his new song called Cabin Fever, super trendy, super vibey, love that shit. But however, you have to go to Iris and you have to listen to the first four songs. The first four songs on Jaden Smith's album. First song's called P, second song I, third song N, last song K. Pink. The first four songs spell out pink. And it all is one continuous song from song one to four. It all blends in. And it's masterpiece. K has Lido in it. Lido, if you fucking don't remember, was a guy I talked about in a few episodes in the past. But him and Jaden, in my opinion, K was one of the top songs, in my opinion, of 2019 because of the production. And you just have to listen to it to understand because there's a point in the song where something happens and you hear it and you go, is this about to happen? And then you look at yourself or whoever you're with, if you're not alone, <laughs> unless you look around all the time. And said, he's really about to do this. And I love switch-ups. In songs, when the beat switches up in the middle of the song and goes in a whole new direction, that's when you got me hooked. That's why Sicko Mode was so big. That's why Out for the Night Part 2, uh, 21 Savage and Travis Scott was so big. If you haven't heard that, go check it out. That's why Future is so fucking huge. Because his beat switches are nuts. Um, so yeah, dude. Love... Love, love this shit. Music is fucking coming out. People are coming back. Oh, uh, Rufus DeSoul uh, remixed a, a song for a group of, that they like. Check it out. Rufus has a new song. And crazy. But new shows. Last Chance You. Have you checked it out? You should. Last Chance You is basically like hard knocks for the JUCO football where they follow the team, they interview the team, they, the players, they follow the scores, they're right in the locker room. Like It's all raw footage, like so good. And a lot of you know what I'm talking about. However, if you don't, they came out the new season for Laney College in Oakland, 
and it's good. It was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the premise of the show. I like the stories. I wish all those guys in the show become successful because, you know, you really get to know these characters and kids. And they come from extremely diverse backgrounds, like beyond diverse backgrounds. And, you know, all their struggles are crazy and shit and super good. However, the real fucking last chance you season that you should watch is the Independence College season parts one and parts two. Okay. Why, Nico? Are you asking why? Because the head coach is hilarious. Jason Brown is this fucking psychotic coach who literally berates and verbally abuses his players on the football field. Kind of like a Beyond Scared Straight episode, but it's for two seasons on Netflix, 10 episodes each, and you can fucking die laughing. But there's a lot of good stories with it, too, because the kids that are in it are hilarious and they struggle a lot and they, you know, they they become really successful at the end. It's like, yes, this coach is being really mean, but a lot of these players need to get fucking berated sometimes. And at the end of the show, everyone's like doing good. Everyone's happy. Everyone's doing like it's good. It's a feel good, but kind of crazy show. So last chance you on Netflix, check it out. I am about to start that um, Mafia uh, in New York Netflix show. So next week, you'll probably have an update on that. So start it start it this week, too, if you haven't. Uh, it looks really good. I think it's called like Fear City or something like that. Uh, it's about the mafias back in New York and all that shit. So I'm excited. I'm so excited. But thank you guys so much for listening. This has been a lot of fun. It felt good to be back. Feeling good like I should. You know what I'm saying? Uh, check out my 2G podcast with Sean on Apple and Spotify, as well as continue listening to this one, guys. Like and share this if you can. Leave a rating. I really enjoy doing this, and it's been a lot of fun, and we're gaining a lot of traction. Shout out to the five listeners that I have in Ireland right now, baby. How are you? Whatever you're doing. Thank you. <laughs> Shout out to them, dude. This has been fucking awesome. And yeah, guys, life can change so fast, as we heard in the fucking snippet that I had. But, you know, we're get through every day, and next week, I'll see you there, and I hope you guys have a good one. Thanks, guys.